is the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour. Supported by Albertson and Omni Hotels and Resorts. Brought to you by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Cowboys. It's Miller time. Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. Choose VA. Veterans get the benefits you've earned. Visit choose.va.gov. And by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now, your hosts, Shannon Gross and Brad Shan. And welcome, everybody. What day is it? What day is it? I think it's Victory Monday. It's Victory Sir. Monday. Let's go. Sir. Give us a let's go, Randy. Let's go. That's like six in a row, ain't it? It is. Victory Monday? It's not like well, six in a row. It is six in a row. Yeah. Close yeah. enough. Those are the dulcet tones of uh, the great Randy Gregory. Welcome him for Thank you. coming Appreciate in and being with me. us. And, and I just have to say, uh, those those of you who uh, listen regularly know this is our, our usual Monday night stop during the season. We are in the uh, south concourse of the Ford Center at the Star, and we have room for a studio audience and some who have participated either on the radio or by checking out DallasCowboys.com or from being here in person have caught on to this Victory Monday thing because we've got, we've got several people who have made signs that say Victory Monday. And we're getting used to it. We like it. We like we it. We love so it. Thank you. We love Plenty it. more to come. Plenty Many more, to, more come. to come. Victory Monday. And how about the defense last night? Woo! And, and, Good. Uh, you guys were okay last night. We're okay. Yeah, we got the job done. What was it, 16 points? It's not bad. If you'll do that, I said it, well, I, I, it might have been at halftime, but I said if they'll just do this if every week, everybody will be very happy at the end Definitely. of the year. And that's hard to do in this league. But um, I would like to, to just talk about the team defensive effort last night because they, on paper, that was a – matchup that could have been difficult, could have been more problematic. On paper, I said on paper. Uh, it could have been more problematic. <laughs> Randy, for those of you who are not watching on DallasCowboys.com, Randy is smirking and biting his <laughs> lip and trying not to trying say to anything untoward. Uh, and so the game plan that your coaching staff gave you was very effective, and the way you all executed it was nearly perfect. Things will happen in a game. They go out and score right away, and that's it. Yeah. That's all. Thanks for shopping. See you later. So, what what was different last night? Because I I'm certain it was as a group. It was the best defensive effort of the year, at least the result. Yeah, definitely a result. That's the result you want every week. Um, I think for us, a lot of us have been talking about having a neutral mindset. You know, we we keep preaching that, and uh, that's one of the things we we work. Um, on Fridays, we have a little state program. We do a little mental um, awareness, kind of uh, uh, just mental uh, up your performance mentally, you know, kind of a little meeting we have. And uh, that's what we talk about a lot, just having a neutral mindset. You know, they came out there first drive, um, scored pretty quickly. But uh, I think we settled in as the, the game progressed. Uh, I think I saw a stat where they were like one of 13 on third one down. One of 13 is what you had yeah. held them to on third down. And, it, and it's hard to lose games when you play that well defensively. And um, But, yeah, I think guys guys executed out there. I think during practice this week, we really didn't have the intensity we wanted. So, um, it was nice to go out there and actually have it and show it on the field this week. Uh, several of you, you were one of them, said that on um, 
on Wednesday or Wednesday or Thursday, that Wednesday the first practice back after the bye, nobody seemed really happy with it. Mm -hmm. And so was Thursday not marginally, only marginally better? I would say marginally, yeah. It was a little bit better. I, I, you know, the thing is, not every day is going to be perfect. We understand that. Uh, one of the things we can't control is, is how we step on the field and our uh, attention to detail and level of intensity and things like that. And um, as a professional, you're kind of expected to have that day in, day out. And uh, we had that on the weekend, you know, yesterday. So uh, we've got to continue that over the course of a whole year. Do you not agree that it was the best defensive performance as a team of the year so far? I would say it's up there. Um, I would say we, we set the bar pretty high for ourselves, and uh, we're going to continue to do that. Where, where, what, which game was better? Oh, they were all pretty good, I felt like. Well, you know? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm never going to say we played terribly. You know, I, th I think we've, um, we're correcting a lot of things, and, and guys are finding out um, things they're really good at. And I think even the coaches are, you know, they're tinkering with different formations and stuff, trying to figure out um, how to utilize guys the best way possible. And um, guys are executing on it. Guys are, you know, taking those opportunities and really going out there and uh, playing some good ball. I've heard the term neutral mindset a, a, few, a few times. Mm -hmm. What Explain someone to me, like someone like me that has mm -hmm. no idea what that means. What is a neutral mindset? Uh, well, never, um, I guess, get too high when things are going well and never get too low. Um, you know, football and, and just life in general, you're going to have a lot of adversity, uh, a lot of ups and downs, and it's cliche, but – um, it's the truth, and uh, you see that on, on games on Sundays. And uh, obviously, you know, yesterday was a prime example, that, that first drive. And um, there's games, uh, I would say probably Carolina, where um, we got out of that a little bit, you know, got up big and, and kind of settled down and, and got comfortable and let them get back in the game. I don't think we were ever in danger of losing it. Um, but, you know, you want to you build the right foundation you know, for, for games in the future, playoff games, Super Bowl, things like that, the big games, you know. And um, so we got to get better at that, and I think we have been. Teams, especially young teams, which especially on your side of the ball you are, teams tend to grow and improve over the course of the season. They gel together. They learn each other. Each young player certainly gets better. Uh, it seems very clear to me that – we are not yet, we're two weeks from the halfway point of the season, and your defense is markedly better than the team that went on the field in Tampa. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would not surprise me at all if we said the same thing six or seven weeks from now, that you were better than, than at midseason. Um, you're smiling, so I presume you're, you, you agree with I the agree. basic. And so why are you better, and, and what are you better at, and where can you improve, at, not you personally as a group? Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I, I've always felt like, um, you know, we've, every game we've played this year, uh, even Tampa Bay, we've had a chance to really close out teams and close them out early. And, um, you know, you can almost feel it, at least defensively when we're out there, we can feel um, – it just us taking everything that the, the offense has throughout the game, you know, it just builds up on them. You know, you wear them down. You see with the old line, they wear down. You did it to Philly. You broke yeah. their, you broke their yeah. spirit, their yeah, body you really language do. changed. You really do. And, and, and you know, football is a, a physical sport, but it's, it's just as much mental. And, and if you can break someone's will early and let them know what type of night it's going to be, um, it, it can set you up for the rest of the game and make, you know, life a lot easier for you. And can you quantify, is this even possible, uh, how much better 
you have a chance to be as a group when you get Demarcus yeah. Lawrence back and Neville Gallimore back, maybe Tristan Hill back. Yeah. We're going to get better. We're going to get better. I think, uh, you know, the main things we have a lot of guys. We have a young team, obviously, but we have a lot of guys that are um, even rookies out there, you know, playing a lot of snaps, you know. And, um, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about the fact we're going to have, you know, D-Law coming back, Neville coming back, a lot of guys coming back in the D-Law room. And um, everybody has their role, and everyone needs to understand their role. And uh, the one thing I will say about this team as a whole is that I really feel like everyone knows what their role is. No one steps out of it, you know, and um, no one has a problem with their role. They understand what it takes to, to win um, games in this league and, and, and win the big one. And I just think that that speaks to the level of cohesiveness that we have as a team, not just, you know, on the defense, but obviously on the offense, too. Part of that role um, is in uh, the question of off, off the field and leadership. Everyone has their role there, too. Yeah. Am I right? Definitely. Um, if you'd asked me in the summer, I would have said in the defensive room, that's Demarcus's Lawrence, Demarcus Lawrence's room. He's the leader. That's what I would have said. What still I've been, is. <laughs> still is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and yet uh, people are growing into roles yeah. of uh, leadership and by example and that kind of thing. And I'm looking yeah. right at you. Yeah. I'm looking right at Naturally, you. Naturally, too. Naturally, it happened. Uh, I think that's the the best way. I know I was kind of put in the leadership council and things like that, but uh, you know, the best thing for me is is kind of let me lead my own way and naturally grow into that 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 spot, that role. And um, you know, I can't say enough about Coach McCarthy, um, you know, Rob Davis, AD, DQ, everyone, um, as far as coaches go, and and front office believing in me to 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 be that type of leader. Um, and I'm still learning every day I have to check myself you know sometimes when I want to take the shortcut and I have to realize there's a lot of guys are looking at me if they see me take that shortcut maybe they take it too and um, that's not championship football so uh, I'm growing into that role still there's a lot of guys that are also and um, it's only going to make us better I really feel like it's it's helping me up my game on the field. Talking about roles have you and Basham <laughs> taking on the role, the self-appointed role of best trash talkers on the team? Because you guys, you guys, I'm down there with you during the games and pregame, and you guys have fun. Yeah. Like, y'all are really enjoying football. Yeah. Like, you, you're like a couple of kids, and mm -hmm. you're, you're taking digs at each other, but you're, you're competitive. Like, you guys have fun on game day, don't you? We do. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's a it's – a, it's a, children's sport but it's a it's a man's game is the best way I can put it you know we've been playing this game for a long time um and it, it it's it's always going to be fun to the day I stop playing but you know when you got guys like Bash it, it makes it that much more enjoyable um I will say I think I, I probably talk more trash than him um at least uh for the course of the game you know um I, I can keep up with that all game I don't think he can um, Give me but he's a, not here to really, you know, he vouch himself. for himself. He, says, know, he so. says he's the energy guy. He's the energy guy. Um, as for, he's the guy you he, – he's the hype man. He's the guy you want with you pregame and, you know, on the sideline if you're down a little bit. But hands down, I, I think I talk the most trash on the whole Can you, defensive unit. There's, there's 
There's children, no way. There's the, answer, the answer to your question is no. no. <laughs> is, there a, question is there a PG <laughs> version of something you said this Probably game? not. Okay. No, yeah, I don't I even tried. know if I can I, I can tried. try to do that for you. No. no. After I, the show, in yeah, the break. After the show, please, yeah. please don't. But what I would like to know is do you, do you find – can you get an offensive tackle to talk back to you and throw oh, yeah. him off his game? Oh, yeah. They, they usually do. Um, early on, there's a select few that, that didn't this year. Um, but early on, they do. And like we talked about earlier, you break their will. Um, you get a sack on them, they, they get kind of quiet. And, um, <laughs> you know, that's happened the last uh, few weeks, you know. We just uh, keep pressing, keep pressing. Um, and eventually, those guys break down. They, they don't have the energy to sit there and talk with you all game. Have you ever made Tyron say anything besides no. a grunt in no. any practice? No. I made him laugh. Yeah. <laughs> when I try to beat him and he just picks me up like a little kid yeah. or something. But um, I've never – no, other than that, you might, you'll get a little grunt here and there and a you know, good move right there. That's about <laughs> it. That's about it. That's all you're going to get from him, you know. Good dude, but, you know, it, that, that's about it. Would you believe we actually had him here a couple of weeks ago? He did this show. And he's he, done it he done, he done it every year. He's a lot. He's done it every other year. Other than grunts? Yes. Other than really? grunts. Yes. Other than grunts. So no, I believe it. It's he, possible. He's a good, he's, he's a good guy. He, you know, he, I mean, he speaks well when he does speak, but, you know, he's locked in so much, I feel like, when he's on the field that he uh, just phases out. He, he, Tyron's a simple soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a little more complicated. <laughs> and it's one of the I would th- definitely agree with that. And it's <laughs> one of the things we love about you, and we're going to – I say all the time, uh, for the decades I've been doing this, that uh, – my favorite part of this show is that it gives the public a chance to meet you guys as human beings mm-hmm. and see your senses of humor and the things that concern you. And you're not just a number on a shirt with a cage on your head. And I love yeah. that part of it. And uh, I, I could not be more delighted to have the, the full Randy Gregory hey, experience I appreciate with that. us tonight. Yeah, this is, long time this is good. Yes, it has. Yeah. And there's so much more to come. Yes, sir. You know what, Randy? When it comes time to shop for tailgate favorites, you should go to Albertsons and Tom <laughs> Thumb. You can get 10% off your groceries every Cowboys game day if you wear your jersey after the game in there to shop or really? before the game. I, I was going to say, what about before the game? He can go before if it's a night game. Uh, Albertsons and Tom Thumb, the official supermarket and pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, What would you give to see Randy Gregory at 8 o'clock Sunday morning before a noon game? Full uniform. Stroll into into your Tom Thumb in his his jersey. A lot. You wouldn't see it. (laughs) Wouldn't happen. Never say never. No offense to Tom Thumb or Alperson. Never say never. You got anything else you want to throw in there? You know what? Uh, Lucchese usually take this one, but I'll do it, Lucchese. I want you to. They're the official bootmaker of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. It's the uh, Cowboys Hour on what? Victory Monday. Let's go. Thank you very much. We'll be right back with Randy Gregory in just a moment.
to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons and Omni Hotels and Resorts. And welcome back, and thank you, those of you who are joining us wherever you are joining us on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, and especially those of you who are here at the Ford Center at the Star. Come on out, be part of our little group on almost every Monday night, and uh, you can stream it during the week whenever you like on DallasCowboys.com. Brad Sham, Shannon Gross, and Randy Gregory. Randy. Mr. Randy Gregory. You know, you know, I feel like, so you were drafted in 2015, right? And officially, this is your fourth year, fourth. In, but you're seven years into it. And, mm-hmm. But I feel like you're just starting your career. Do you feel that way? I mean, yeah, I mean, games-wise, I think uh, I haven't played that many, so... Um, Legs are still somewhat fresh. I mean, I still have little nicks here and there, but uh, for the most part, yeah, my body feels like it, it's still like in my second, third year, you know. But you have these accumulated years of mm-hmm. knowledge and experience, but now with a, I don't know if it's just this year or, but in the last certainly year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. um, it feels like, it looks like, look from the outside that you have a whole new command of your life mm-hmm. and and you know now how to live your life and maximize the platform you've been given via the gifts you've been given Definitely. is that all that makes sense yeah i think it starts with you know me being grateful and, and understanding my blessings for one um i've always said like my personal life and and professional life kind of go hand in hand and when i'm struggling on one side of it I'm struggling on the other and uh, I think last year you know was uh, the f- first time I could really say I had everything in order um, at once and was it actually gave me a chance to really focus on football and um, get better uh, mentally around the game you know I think physically I've always been there um, I needed to get a little bit stronger I think in, in the game but as far as like mentally that was one of the things that I always needed to work on um, understanding the why, um, the whys of, of, you know, everything I'm doing, uh, whether it be a, a pass rush or a particular formation, whatever it may be. And uh, that's the same thing off the field. You know, why am I doing this? Is this beneficial to me? Is this going to hurt what I'm doing? Is this going to affect my family, uh, my future, things like that? And I've always said I, I still make mistakes. And uh, I probably still make as many mistakes as I did before, um, but they're not – as bad and um, I'm a lot better as far as kind of picking myself back up and um, you know getting the ball rolling again and things like that and that's kind of like what we talked about with the neutral mindset you know that goes obviously in your personal life too so and but but you're not making the same kinds of mistakes all the time as you did before are you no, well, it depends what it, you ask, probably. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's fair. You know, I still get in trouble here and there at home. Um, yeah, I still annoy my mom here and there. Um, I'm, I'm sure I annoy my kids, obviously. Uh, but, you know, the good thing is, is like I said, I, I have everything in order. Um, everyone knows I have good intentions and, you know, I mean well. And uh, I only want what's best for myself and everyone around me. So it's see, and, by, and by the way, that when you say that, my sense is that's not in a selfish way. No. What's best for yourself? Because no. when you when one travels the road you have traveled to get here. Mm-hmm. What's good for yourself means 
just tell me if I'm wrong about this. Good for everyone else. Right. Well, it means what's what's healthy for mm -hmm. you, Definitely. and therefore mentally and physically and emotionally, and therefore everyone you yeah. touch is going to benefit from that. Definitely. Is that am I okay with that? I would that? agree. Yeah, I think um, I wouldn't say I'm selfish now, uh, and if I am, it's in the right way. You know, um, in the past, I definitely would say I was selfish. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to think that uh, I, I had a lot of help um, from all different angles, whether it be the team, uh, my family. I mean, my, my parents uh, basically moved down to Texas uh, just to really help me, and um, I was I was real selfish around that time. You know, no one no one could tell me anything. I, I felt like I had it all figured out and. You know, I was going to go down crashing and burning if I had to. And um, it took me a while, a while to, to realize what I was doing was really harming uh, not only me, but, you know, my family. And um, it took me a while to just, as I see myself up there on the screen, sorry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all right. It's all right to want to look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's one of the things, you know, I, yeah, now I can kind of take time to um, really appreciate some of the things I do on and off the field. And, um you know, give myself a pat on the back because a lot of times in the past I really couldn't do that. And um, I always saw the flaws of myself. So um, I'm definitely in a better place now than I was in the past. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I get blessings every week just, you know, being Randy Gregory. It's you, great. Usually in life we all continue to grow. We all, you know, mature. Mm -hmm. Usually there's people along the way, both personal life, football's a job, mm -hmm. work life. You have – mentors you have people that help you you know guide you and have there been any really strong influences with you that you, you talked about personal development and growing and things or who who's helped you along that way it's a, it's a big mix um as far as at home I, I would definitely say you know my girlfriend she's she's my rock you know she I, I was hoping she'd be here tonight but uh um she keeps me sane when, you know, 99% of the time I feel like I'm insane. Um, she, she keeps a tight leash on me, but, you know, it's a good thing. And, you know, like we talk about having roles at, you know, on the teams, roles at home, and play my role well. So, um, See, you're smart, <laughs> which we knew. Trying to stay out of trouble, you know. Which we knew. I learned from my dad, you know, all those years I lived at home. But, um, but yeah, you know, and then obviously my parents uh, – you know, I can't say enough about them as far as them uh, helping me out, just uh, anything I need, you know. And, uh, you know, I talked about uh, Rob Davis. You know, he's been one of the, the guys that's helped me out, uh, I'd say, the most in the building as far as making sure my mind was right and uh, having everything in order um, so I could really go out there and, and perform the best I can. And um, Coach AD, you know, DQ, Coach McCarthy, I, mean, I, I literally could, uh, you know, Coach Edwards, uh, my agent. There's a lot of people, um, not just me, that that played into you know my progression to the point I am now. And I'm gonna need just as many people and those same individuals to get you know to where I want to go in the future. So, so here's a, an example of, to me of uh, your increased maturity. Mm -hmm. um, you seem to fully understand the benefit that can accrue from the way you embrace your story. You know people want to talk to you about it. You know people want to hear about it. Uh, I know that you have to be sick of talking about it sometimes because the things that happened to you, the things that you did, just like any other human being, those things help shape 
who you are today, and they are not who you are. They are who you were sometimes. They were things you did. But your apparent, I would say, evidenced maturity in embracing that, yes, I know that people want to talk to me about it, and I've never heard or seen you be anything other than patient. Whatever you were feeling inside, what you exper- what you what you exhibit is patience, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I'll talk to you about it. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I try to because I I understand the importance of it. Um, do I necessarily enjoy talking about Didn't it? Not that. all yeah. the time. Yeah. You yeah. know that yeah. I don't. Um, and 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 I think that's more of just because of I don't feel like, and this goes with with a lot of things in my life. But sometimes I don't feel like I'm I'm that person that needs to be speaking about it, you know. Sometimes I feel like my journey or my story um, isn't going to affect people the way I want it to, you know. It may affect them in the right way, but not the way I want it to, you know. And so if I don't have control over it, then I'm like, "Ah, I don't want to, you know. Um, But just speaking about it and and being genuine, being as honest as I can, I definitely know that that helps. Um, and And there's people that tell me that all the time, and it doesn't go unnoticed. Um, and it helps me kind of keep in check, you know, because I do understand that I do inspire some people and people do enjoy uh, my journey and uh, can relate to it also, you know. So it does help me kind of, you know, put, put myself in check. Um, I wouldn't call it pressure, but um, definitely motivation to, to keep going and, and keep striving to be better on and off the field. And the on-the-field part is what I would like to spend a little bit of time on when we come back. We are delighted to have Cowboys defensive end Randy Gregory with us this evening and uh, delighted to have all of you with us on the Cowboys Hour. At Omni Frisco Hotel, which Randy is right there. Right there? You can probably see your, your that's right where you're there? seeing the video. I was just up in there, that yeah. reflection, were you? <laughs> yeah. uh, kick off your stay at the official hotel the Dallas Cowboys will style cool off in the elevated pool, savor upscale comfort food at neighborhood services, and enjoy all the dining and entertainment options the star has to offer. And they have a lot to offer. Visit omnihotels.com slash Frisco to learn more and to turn the next home game into a weekend getaway. Randy Gregory's our guest hey. tonight. We'll be right back on the Cowboys Hour.
to the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons and Omni Hotels and Resorts. And welcome back, Brad Sham, Shannon Gross, and Randy Gregory, the Cowboys star defensive end, who is just getting started. Just getting started. You know, um, I, I almost hate that guys who play your position are measured by a statistic like quarterback sacks because I think that uh, I think that the way you're playing, I think one of the one of the great things about Demarcus Lawrence is the things that he does that don't have statistics with them that change a play in the defense's favor. I see a lot of that in you. And having said that, so you're at five sacks now through seven games, and so you won't get to uh, you won't get the halfway point of the season until like halftime of Atlanta, which is two games down the road. Do you have statistical measurements for yourself that you that you are trying to achieve? Uh, I'm I'm trying to be the best at my position, you know, and, and be the best player I know how to be. Um, I know it sounds like the right answer, but you know that's the truth of it. Uh, yeah, I, I want to lead the league in sacks. If you know, you want to hear that? Yeah, I do. Um, I only want to hear it if it's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, I do. And, and if it's important, I mean, it is. It is. I, I think at this point in my career, it is obviously for a few reasons. Um, but like I've said in the past, I'll say it again. I think if, if I'm playing well and those numbers come that I want to have, that means that we're playing well collectively as a team. So in training camp, when I watched you, of course, last year training camp was as ridiculous as everything else. But when we got out to Oxnard and and I looked at you having seen your whole career, now I don't know if you were bigger than you were in the past. You're, when you came in, you had bird legs. Your legs were so <laughs> I skinny. I still do. What you mean? But there is muscular definition. They look bigger now because they're swollen. That's all. Well, no, no, no. I looked at you. I looked at you in Oxnard, and I watched you a little bit, and I said, "Okay, first of all, he's he he just looks bigger, but yeah. he hasn't lost a, a scintilla of quickness and speed." And I said, "This is the of after about a week." I said, "Of any player on this team who's going to have a breakout year, of course, I had no idea Diggs was going to lose his mind and intercept seven passes in the first six weeks." Yeah. Um, but I said, of, of any player on this team, 94 is the guy who's going to have a breakout year. And would you say you're on track for that? I know you haven't done everything you've wanted yeah. to do yet. Yeah. You've even missed a game. Uh, would you say you're on track? Yeah. Took seven years. But, yeah, I, w I would say it's uh, you know, I, I got to keep it going. You know, I don't, I don't want to get too satisfied with my play and then, you know, um, have goose eggs, you know, throughout the, the rest of the year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm confident in my play. I'm confident in my body, you know, despite what, you know, the little minor injuries you may have, um, getting my body to the right weight because it did fluctuate a lot. I think when I came in, the first time I weighed in with the Cowboys in 2015, I was like 228. And I was 238 at the combine. So that just, you know, and so just get my body to the right weight. And I've played at the weight I'm, I'm at now. Um, even in college at one point. Um, so I've always been able to carry the weight and, uh, you know, keep that quickness and things like that. But I definitely feel like it, it's made me more of a complete player. Um, still have some things I got to work on as far as, you know, being an all-down defensive end, but definitely think it's uh, going in the right direction. 
Brad was talking about stats that you can't really measure, stat, sacks, obviously, tackles, things like that. In, in seeing a professional football game at field level is a whole different <laughs> kind of violence. Mm-hmm. And you are so fast and you are so quick. And this year you're playing with violence. Mm-hmm. Can you tell when a quarterback gets scared? Can you see that in their eyes? Do you ha- what would your fear rating be in Madden? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely could see them get, uh, get scared. You know, they um, – I don't care who you are. Um, you could be the greatest quarterback ever. You know, you got guys, you know, you know, coming for your neck every play and hitting you. Um, eventually, that kind of gets in your head, and uh, and then talking to you after, while you're yeah, laying on the ground, I mean, right? It, yeah, it, it's uh, it's 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 some some crazy type of violence that does go on out there. It really is. You know, I joked about it the Carolina game, just the. Uh, the amount of like bodies that are just flying around the pocket, you know, you can never pay me to be a quarterback in the league with the amount of abuse they take. Um, but I'm happy to hand out that abuse. (laughs) I will say this though, it's not just quarterbacks to me. Um, and, and I know you've got an assortment of moves and you're always working to improve them, but the, the most fearsome thing that I see you do is when you run the inside stunt, (laughs) if, if a center looks up and sees you coming, yeah. Like a giant bird of prey <laughs> flying out of the air. That's got to get your attention. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I think uh, that's one of the things I talk about with, you know, Coach AD, just putting guys in a position to make a play and understanding what we do well. And I think for us, stunts and games, um, all of us on the D-line can move. And uh, got a lot of guys that can flex in and play D-tackle, flex out and play in. Uh, and with that, you know, we, we mix in all these different games and stuff like that. And it creates a pretty hectic pocket for, you know, an opposing quarterback, even if you're not sacking him. You know, like we talked about having those numbers, uh, just knocking him off his spot, getting in his face, hitting him, um, just pressuring him of any kind, you know, is going to throw him off his game. This is one of the things that, that intrigues me the most, and I, th- I find that fans really enjoy it. I think fans don't understand how often when, you are, when you're running a game, it's not necessarily something that, came in from the sidelines, you, no. you guys decide, hey, so t- let's pick a tackle and let, let's say it's Osa. Yeah. How, how does that work? Talk us through that. Uh, well, I don't want to tell all our business. But well, no, I mean, no, 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 details, no, no. We just uh, – there's, there's little things, there's little subtle things we'll do. Um, you know, if, if we can tell that it's going to be a pass play, let's say we're expecting run, but we can tell it's going to be a pass just based off of how they're lined up. Um, you know, we'll we'll do that. Give a little little signal or something on the side. We'll get out. By the way, if you're watching on DallasCowboys.com, don't look. There was nothing to see here. Nothing no, to nothing see. Up. This is all radio. The old line doesn't see it either. That's right. why there it works. Okay, good. <laughs> but, no, you know, we we all have our own little subtle way of saying, okay, let's let's run this game. Or and there's also naturals. You know, a lot of times, um, and I keep going back to this Carolina game, but but even um, you know yesterday's game was similar, where you know some quarterbacks they don't drop back that deep. And they do have a, a real uh, deep pocket that they can kind of hide and step up in. And a lot of times with that on the end, um, you got you have a guy like Osa, really all our D tackles that can really uh, get upfield and penetrate, you know, let them go to work on the D tackle. I'm going to run upfield and naturally come under and not even touch the tackle and go in there and try to get a sack. And there's little things that, you know, I talked about earlier about mentally understanding the why and the hows and things like that. 
that's an aspect of my game that I didn't have coming into the league that I understand now that you can pick up little sacks here and there, you know, and you don't really have to do anything. You just <laughs> fall right into it, you know. Uh, well, I wouldn't say you don't have to do anything, but I mean, not anything. Do you got to play? Yeah. Are, are you to the point with any of the uh, tackles yet where it's you can just look at them, like like look at each other and maybe nod your head or yeah. something, and everybody knows what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, generally we know. I mean, there's times even when you know we'll have our base package out there, and it's up to us to decide what we're going to run out there, you know. And uh, I think that speaks volumes as far as. The coaches having trust in us, and we having trust in each other, and understanding the playbook, and all the little things that goes into you know rushing the passer and, and just playing as a whole. Shannon, I wonder if uh, I might um, uh, impose on you to make this my the, right now this part that I've come to enjoy so much of this program every week. Ah, yes, Randy, it's that time of the show. Where we read your Wikipedia page. Oh, <laughs> you got to skip through a lot of that. <laughs> I already did. I, I, I censored it for you. So uh, we'll get to the stuff that uh, we, we just want to know. You, you fact check this with us. We okay. read it. I didn't, I didn't put this down. This is what the people put down. And then you fact check it with us. And okay. if it's wrong, I go back after the show and I, and I update Fair it. Fair enough. That's a okay. lie. He, he's never done it. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's already given my gig up like <laughs> six weeks into the season. So, all right, here we go. Randy Gregory says you were born November 23rd, 1992. Yep, that's true. Yep. Good so far. And it says you're an American football defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys of the National Football League. Sounds about right. All right, right two yeah. for two. Played college football at Nebraska and was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys in the second round of the 2015 NFL Draft. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you were born in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. It says, and you moved eight different times. Uh, I, I that might be our first one here. Okay. Um, Which I thought was interesting that eight, <laughs> they came up with eight. It may have been seven or eight. We, uh, I was born in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I lived in Tennessee, I lived in Alabama, I lived in Ohio, I lived in Missouri, I lived in Indiana, and technically I've lived in Michigan also. And that's before I basically went to college. So wow. That was seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll have to update that from yeah, eight to seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Says you attended Hamilton Southeastern High School in Fishers, Indiana. Yeah, home of the Royals. Where yeah. you were a two-sport star in football <laughs> and basketball. I was all right in basketball. Okay. We'll oh, wait. No, 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 no. I was all right. When a guy says I was all right. Yeah. I was decent. Well, this says, <laughs> in addition to numerous scholarship offers in football, you also attracted Division I basketball interest out of high school. They had a couple offers. Yeah. Did you wear that? From? Mid-major, like Mac schools, like Eastern Michigan. So like that. Mid-major. Teams that make big splashes in the NCAA tournament every Sometimes, year. Sometimes, mm -hmm. yeah. There was a, what was it, St. Peter's? I don't know if you heard of them. St. Peter's. Yes. I think the year. There was, in I almost, New Jersey? Yeah. I almost played basketball. I almost didn't even, I almost quit football my really? senior year. Yeah, I loved basketball by the time I graduated high school. And uh, seriously considered going to St. Peter's to play basketball there. And uh, just didn't work out. Ended up going to junior college, and but they that that following year, that year they were in the the tourney for like two straight years. So, wow. Yeah. We need to set up a one-on-one -on -one game no. with you and Zach Martin because you know he was known as the butcher in high school because of his 
basketball prowess. Oh, oh I, see, I see a mocking sneer. I see that. Jack <laughs> went to Bishop Chatard. He went to Bishop Chatard. They, like, recruit people to play sports there. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I, I went to, like, public school, you know. We just – you just show we up. just show up. You go to your, your seven <laughs> classes and Same. you play him. He he's got the tutor and all that. He, uh, you know, it's like college for him. You yeah. know, it's kind of guy he is. All yeah. right, we got uh, two more paragraphs to get through here. It says <laughs> you enrolled at Arizona Western College. Yeah. Okay. As a freshman in 2011, you had mm-hmm. some stats here, and you helped the team reach the NJCAA title game. Yeah. All right, and you originally committed to Purdue. Um, but yeah. you attended you went to you went to Nebraska mm-hmm. and as a sophomore you started 10 to 13 games and your 10 and a half sack, sacks led the Big 10 conference. Mm-hmm. You were named a first team all Big 10 and was Nebraska's defensive MVP. Yep. Man, good year. Okay. Good year. Yeah. And Sporting News listed you as their preseason number 5 player in college football for 2014 and it says in 2014 you also won the Nebraska State Corn shucking championship by shucking <laughs> 183 ears of corn in five minutes. Do y'all believe that? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's you. Yeah, we, we we fact checked it. No, okay. that's not true. Yeah, that's, that's not true. true. I just threw that in as nah, a bonus. That's not so true. yeah, there you go. There's, There's a Wikipedia. <laughs> Randy Gregory's Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. Yeah. You who are here at the Ford Center, get your questions ready. We'll put the microphone out for you to talk to Randy Gregory when we come back.
Back, back, back. To the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, supported by Albertsons and Omni Hotels and Resorts. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Cowboys Hour. Brad Sham, Shannon Gross. Delighted to have Randy Gregory as our guest this evening, Cowboys' talented defensive end. How Can you account for how you can be so introspective and um, clearly one of the smartest players we've ever had the opportunity to visit with, uh, and then on Sunday just go completely berserk? How do you account for that? That's my dad, to be honest. My dad, yeah, my dad was like that. He's a, he's a gentle giant. He's a big dude, kind of like me. I am bigger than him, but he's, he's a big dude. Um, but he played football, and he's he's kind of has that switch where he's got like the, the corporate salesman, smart guy right here, and then you know he goes into this like dark place that you know me and Coach AD talk about. You know when he when he puts his mind to just about anything, not just you know football. And um, I kind of feel like that's that's where I got it from. He's a he's a real smart guy. He he loves history like me. He loves. Uh, war history like me, he likes crime docs. He, I mean, that's me and him are both nerds. That's how it works. Um, but, you know, we have this level of uh, competitiveness that, you know, we bring to just about anything. And uh, especially when it comes to sports, you know, him being a, a big sports guy, my mom too, um, them raising me that way. That's kind of how me and my brothers grew up. So, Before we get to the fan questions, talk about, I want to talk about game day. Mm-hmm. Because you're one of my favorite players on the team, probably one of my favorite players that's ever been on the Thank team. You. Just cause you're just a cool, genuine dude. Like the that, guy man. that you – the guy you see talking up here, this is Randy, <laughs> 24-7. A lot of guys have a game day character. Yeah. They, they get into focus mode. The headphones come on. They, they lock in. They don't talk. They don't wave. You take it all in. Mm-hmm. You, you walk around pregame. You talk. You – Fans yell at you. You talk back. You, I've seen you go over and sign autographs. You talk to us. You, you're just super chill, super relaxed. Is, have you always been like that, or is that something recent that you you've learned to take all this, I guess, journey in? Or I, I've, I've always been that way. I think you know the part that a lot of people they they don't see, especially you, is like the you know, the drive up to the stadium, the hour, especially like night games, you know, you're just sitting in the hotel room, you know, all day. And uh, um, I'm very anxious leading up to it. And I get more and more confident as I get closer to the, you know, the stadium. And um, by the time I get to the stadium, I'm just excited to play. And I think I, I say it every week. I'm just like, you know, F the pregame. Like, I'm ready to just play. Like, let's <laughs> go, you know. Uh, once I get there, I'm ready to go. And so, um, but, yeah, I like taking it all in. You know, there was a point in time where I wasn't able to do this, you know. And, and it's fun to, to, to go on a stadium like, um, you know, Minnesota's and, and beat them there. It's fun to go play in front of our crowd and, and make a big play and have everyone excited and things like that. So, um, and, and also, you know, the, the fan interaction. I've always wanted to be that guy. Um you know, that, that, that tries to reach out and, and do what I can. If I have the time to take a picture or sign something, I want to do that. And, um, yeah, so I try to take it all in on game day. And as I get closer to, you know, kickoff, I'm just really zeroed in. Not really a headphones guy. Um, like you said, I'm just real chill. I just kind of sit and just wait for my time. That's it. Uh, the number you wear has been worn by a couple of very distinguished players here. You have much interaction with Charles Haley and DeMarcus wherever? Uh, Charles, not recently. Um, I used to a lot, a lot. 
probably more than I wanted, but a lot. You know, <laughs> he, a lot of people he, say that about Charles. Yeah, he knows. He knows he's he's a uh, he's difficult sometimes. He knows that, but he's a good guy, and uh, I've learned a lot from him. Uh, Demarcus, uh, I've actually spoken to him a little bit a couple weeks ago, believe it or not, and uh, I think the off season is going to be the time where me and him probably get together. Uh, he's a guy. I've looked up to uh, since I was a kid, you know, ever since I knew I was going to play defensive end, you know, being in high school and in college and um, being able to wear that number and play on the same team that he played and kind of carry on that legacy is a big deal for me. And uh, it's cool, you know. Very cool. Corey, good to have you here. Hey, hey Randy, my name is Corey. Uh, I just want to say this before I ask my question. I'm very proud of you for fighting through university and being open about mental health. Thank just you. continue doing what you're doing, and God going to continue blessing you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Um, my question is, at your position, you know, a lot of people talk about sacks are important, but I also feel like quarterback pressures, hits, and um, hurries are more just as important as sacks. Can you talk about the difference with that and how does that impact the game? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you want to, like you said, you want to impact it um, any way you can. So pressures are always good. Obviously, the sacks are, are what everyone wants to look at and, and see, and that's, uh, that's what's glamorous. That's what's going to get you paid. So uh, I want those numbers. Uh, but at the same time, we talk about with like DeMarcus uh, being able to do things that don't show up on a stat sheet that still um, affect the outcome, holding calls, um, it just pressures, hits on a quarterback, things like that. Um, just as big as getting a sack. It really is, in my opinion. Um, Playing the run and turning a play back. Yeah, in I mean, it, it, it's a big deal. You know, I think the casual fan doesn't pick up on that. Um, but the ones that really understand the game, um, can understand and appreciate uh, a pressure as opposed to a sack. You know, I really believe that. Thanks, Corey. Hello, my name is Rambo. How you doing, Rambo? How you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah, uh, congratulations yesterday on that win. Thank you. I have a question. So, for one, I admire your hustle. And, I, of course, I know that maybe, possibly, you don't agree with some of the penalties. But how hard is it... <laughs> <laughs> what gave that away, Rambo? <laughs> I mean, what, honestly, what, what made you think that he didn't agree with those penalties? My question is, <laughs> if you're going full speed ahead, yeah. how hard is it? I know it's difficult. I mean, it's almost impossible. I mean, yeah. I'm obviously, I don't play professional football, but I've played football before. It's hard to just stop the momentum. Yeah. Can you how do you do it? Yeah, how do you, how do you, it's almost impossible, don't you agree? Um, look, you know, my job is to, uh, you know, tackle and, 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 you know, get the guy on the ground. You know, I'm, I'm not in charge of the, the flags being thrown. Um, do I feel like our game's kind of gotten soft? Yeah, of course, I really feel that way. Um, but to answer your question, you know, I played long enough to know um, when I need to slow down a little bit, if I know I'm not going to get to the ball carry, I'm not going to sprint, you know, all the way down 50 yards down the field, I'm not going to do it. Or if uh, the guy's close to getting out of bounds, maybe I should not hit him anymore. I guess that's what I should do to avoid penalties. I mean, <laughs> if he's in bounds, I'll just let him, you know, just let him run out of bounds on his own, I guess now. I, I got a follow-up to that. When you, when you got that, I guess, that, sec, that second penalty, Coach mm -hmm. walked up to you. He yeah. didn't yell at you. Didn't scream. He kind of yeah. put his hand on you, and he and he said something to you. What what did he what did he say to you right in there in that moment? <laughs> or can you I, repeat that? Well, no. I mean, he just basically told me to check back in. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, don't worry about the penalties. Just get back out there. We need you. And and honestly, that's what I needed to hear in that moment because uh, 
I was close to getting over the edge. I was almost already there, but, you know, just having him, you know, neutral mindset. We talk about it, I know. Um, but it really, it becomes a, a pattern, it becomes a behavior when you really talk about a really hard point. And that was a prime example right there. Also he, meant he was paying attention to you. He was watching definitely. you. And, and he knew his player right He was a right smart there. coach. Yeah. Very smart coach. Hey, listen, uh, I wish we had more time. I apologize for the questions we didn't get in. I can't thank you enough for taking the time tonight. Appreciate it. Know, I know you'd like to be laying down with your feet up, but uh, <laughs> you're doing that to quarterbacks. So we appreciate that. <laughs> Randy Gregory, everybody. Thank you guys. Shannon Gross. I'm Brad Sham. We'll see you right back here next Monday night on the Cowboys Hour. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?